Do you like free stuff? I do. BlueprintMCAT.com. Go sign up for a free account. Get access to Blueprint MCAT's Diagnostic, Blueprint MCAT's Full Length One, Blueprint MCAT's amazing brand new space repetition platform with over 1,600 flashcards already made for you, as well as their amazing study planner tool. Schedule out the content so you know if you are on track to take the MCAT when you need to. Again, that's blueprintmcat.com for all of those free goodies. The MCAT Podcast, session number 73. A collaboration between the medical school headquarters and Blueprint MCAT. The MCAT Podcast is free MCAT prep to help you understand the MCAT, teach you how to break down questions, and give you the skills and confidence to get the score you want on your MCAT test day. Learn more about Blueprint MCAT at blueprintprep.com slash MCAT. And welcome to the MCAT Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. Last week, we talked about retention. This week, we're going to jump in and do some biology discrete questions. All right, Brian. So this week we have some biology, some discrete biology questions for the MCAT. Biology seems to be my arch nemesis. So let's see if I can uh, make a good showing today. Sounds good. You want to start us off with number 16? Yeah. So to get these handouts, go to the MCATpodcast.com, find the show notes for this episode. And this episode is 73 and click on the get the handouts button and you'll get the handouts. So starting off with question 16, which of the following is the most plausible explanation for a patient experiencing hypoglycemia? A, accidental self-injection of excess insulin. B, increased gluconeogenesis. C, a four-hour fast following a carbohydrate-rich meal. Or D, increased rate of glycogenolysis. So, which of the following is most plausible, so plausible, for a patient experiencing hypoglycemia? So, low blood sugar, right? We have to know mm-hmm. that what that word means. So, low blood sugar. So, accidental self-injection of excess insulin would cause, because insulin causes glucose to be transported into the cells, um, Accidental self-injection would cause hypoglycemia. I don't know how plausible that is, though. Um, B, increased gluconeogenesis. So you're increasing the creation of glucose, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that one is. Um, a four-hour fast following a carbohydrate-rich meal. We fast all the time, and we don't have hypoglycemia, so that doesn't seem very plausible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you eat a carb-rich meal, those yeah. carbs obviously They'll break be down into sugar. floating around, yeah. And then increased rate of breaking down, so the lysis of glycogen, uh, increased rate of breaking down glycogen. Uh, that doesn't sound, because when you break down glycogen, then you, you're increasing the glucose um, availability, correct? Mm-hmm. So... The only plausible one that makes sense would be a accidental self injection of excess insulin. Yeah, absolutely. The other uh, Ryan, you were absolutely right. Choices B, C, and D all put sugar yep. into your blood. Yeah, either by making it directly by breaking down glycogen to make it, or just by eating a bunch of carbs. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, that that most plausible one. It's like possible, but not probable. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and you know the MCAT. We always say this that the MCAT can have tricky questions. You know, they can be subtle, but there's never trick questions. They're not out to fool you. So there's always the right answer is always going to stand out in some categorical way or for some categorical reason. In this case, categorically, three of the four answer choices would would raise your blood sugar. So it's got to be A. Okay. Uh, All right, let's move on to question number 17. In a metabolic analysis experiment, researchers subjected fatty acid samples to beta oxidation. Mass spec performed on the resulting products would reveal. So fatty acid sample undergoes beta oxidation. What would we reveal? Glucose, acetyl-CoA, pyruvate, succinate. So, Ryan, we break down fatty acid. What do we make? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember if I had to guess the one that stands out to me is acetyl CoA. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, I always say when people can't, <laughs> when, when my students aren't sure in metabolism, if they get any biometabolism questions, I say, it's not a bad idea to guess acetyl CoA because <laughs> it's, it's the, the, the taxi cab of the metabolism system, right? It's that two carbon group that shuttles energy around in all sorts of different processes. Um, and so that's what beta oxidation is. It's, it's burning fat and making acetyl CoA, which can then be used for energy. All these other ones, glucose and pyruvate, that's part of carb, carb carbohydrate metabolism, not fat, uh, and succinate is part of the Krebs cycle. Um, so it's not directly part of fat metabolism. It amazes me that in the recesses of my brain, there's a synapse that's just holding on to acetyl-CoA going, yes, I knew I was going to need this one day. <laughs> right. Yeah. For first semester med school biochemistry finally <laughs> comes in clutch recording a podcast 10 years later. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Right. Yeah. All right, so question 27. In what order do electrons move through the ETC? So what's the ETC? Yeah, the electron transport chain. Oh, yes, that's what it is. Okay. A, from carriers with lower reduction potential to carriers with higher reduction potential. B, from carriers with higher reduction potential to carriers with lower reduction potential. C, from carriers with stronger proton binding capacity to carriers with weaker proton binding capacity, or D, from carriers with weaker proton binding capacity to carriers with stronger proton binding capacity. So, electrons moving through the ETC, the electron transport chain. Um, I have no idea. So... Ryan, we can definitely start by just going, well, it's the electron transport chain. Mm-hmm. So there are two answer choices that don't make any sense. Protons. Protons, yeah. right. So exactly. C and D, okay. Right, proton binding capacity. It's not the proton transport chain. Yep. It's the electron transport chain. Okay. Okay. All right, so, so now C&D I got a 50-50 shot. So higher to lower um, always seems to be the answer in everything physiology. So I would go with B. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, that's that's wrong. You've got the right idea, but the arrangement is backwards for the electron transport chain from the way you said it. So, um, what reduction potential means? Uh, the more positive it is, the the more favorable it is. And reduction potential is how much something wants to be reduced. Like how, how desperately does it grab onto electrons? So if you have a really high reduction potential, really big positive number, that means you really, really super duper want to be reduced. You want electrons. Okay. And so 
the electron transport chain, it basically starts out with electrons that are really high energy. So you can stick them on a molecule that doesn't have much in the way of reduction potential. It doesn't really want the electrons. It's like a, a, a sponge that's not very absorptive, right? It doesn't really care that much. But those electrons are so high energy that they can just plop right on there. And then you're essentially just passing those electrons uh, from one molecule to the next. And each step along the way, the next molecule down the line really wants those electrons more than the guy in front of them, right? So by the end, you're at like the sham wow level of electron absorption, <laughs> right? It really, really wants to grab onto them. So you go to higher and higher reduction potentials as you go down the chain. And so answer choice A is the right answer there. All right. So reduction potential means stronger uh, or it's a level of electron um attractiveness mm -hmm. okay exactly well there you have it some biology discrete questions for you to learn from and get better on your mcat biology section as brian mentioned biology the most prevalent subject in the mcat so it's super super important so hopefully this was helpful for you don't forget check us out every week here on the mcat podcast subscribe 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 on your device on your iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Android phone, whatever it is, whatever app you are using, subscribe, and you won't miss an episode if you do that. Don't forget to check out everything awesome that Next Step is offering. They just updated their MCAT scheduling software inside of their course to better help you figure out how to schedule your MCAT studying. It's part of their course, which includes over 100 hours of videos, live office hours five days a week, access to all of their practice tests, the AAMC material and books, everything, everything, everything. Use the promo code MCATPOD, all capital letters, M-C-A-T-P-O-D, to save some money on that. And we will see you next week for some psychology questions. <music>